following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to another episode of the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I am your host, Sketch, and with me I have... The founder of ToonamiFaithful.com, And... ASMRI, Derail Maddox. And... Jen, aka Tarzana. And after a long hiatus from the podcast... Your wonderful Data Monkey Colt. Hello again, folks. Data Monkey want bananas? Mr. Monkey want the banana? Okay. I have ten bananas over here, come over. Get the uh, banana, monkey. Jen, I'm sure we know. Dance. I'm sure we know you like bananas, Jen. We know. No, Jen has a different type of monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, She's I got do. a monkey on her back. <laughs> Not there, but it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah, it eats brown bananas. Oh my! <laughs> oh Lord! Brown bananas make the call best banana call bread. Tan and the best banana cream pie. Oh, this guy's you know, really all baking is, is better with brown bananas. <laughs> what? It's true. <laughs> all the puns, and I think we broke Terrell within the first five minutes. What's wrong? My work is done here. Jen, Jen, Jen broke Terrell a long time ago, so that's that's neither not here nor the point there. So. Well, true, but it's it's rare you hear Darrell laugh like that. <laughs> oh, man, I love you, Jen. <laughs> I love you too, Sketch. I love you all. It's just a great big love fest here. Mm-hmm. Well, there is much to cover in this episode, so let's get rolling with the Dimension W recap. Dimension W, episode 6. The Wind of Africa. CEO of Robot Manufacturer is Celero, and the COO of Central 60, apparently he's both, aka the Wind of Africa, Prince Salva Anna Tebesti, arrives in Japan to the elation of fangirls. He admits, though, that he much prefers slaves, and demonstrates this as he shows his will over his retainer, Lastiti. She also informs him that his younger brother, Lawai Ara Tibesti has run off to explore Japan because he's kind of a weeb. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kiyoma visits the Azamaya family grave and thinks about the recent events at Lake Yasagami, wondering about the possibilities that exist because of Dimension W. Mary's bodyguard, Four, shows off her ability to keep rowdy customers at bay while Kurogi examines Mira, once again fascinated by her organic brain. Lawai bumps into Kyoma, 
and takes him for a samurai because obviously anybody wearing a kimono is a samurai. <laughs> Stereotyping people, label me. <clears throat> Some bodyguards find them and one attacks Kiyoma with a transformable vehicle, but the guard is easily defeated. Lawai grabs Kiyoma and the two escape. Kiyoma attempts to ditch the boy after he determines that he's the brother of Prince Salva, but Lawai insists on going with Kiyoma, and also that he should be referred to as Lu. When it becomes apparent to Kiyoma that Lu has an artificial body and is incapable of keeping a low profile, he takes Lu to the Azumaya kimono shop, where he is welcomed by his sister, Tsubaki. Her assistants take an instant liking to Lu and decide to play dress-up with him. Kiyoma talks to Tsubaki about visiting the grave of her sister, Miyabi, and gives him a new happy coat. It is revealed that Kiyoma suffered memory loss, which has made it impossible for him to accept and forgive certain things, such as his involvement in the death of Miyabi five years ago. Lasithi arrives to reclaim Lu, who obediently goes along with her. Shortly thereafter, Mira arrives at the behest of Mary, and Tsubaki's assistants dress her up in a yukata. And the fanboys go wild! <laughs> and girls. Oh, you look so kawaii in your yukata. And she has a straw hat, too. <clears throat> Prince Salva sends Lou to Mary's to attack Four and severely damages her before leaving a letter of challenge to all the collectors. Meanwhile, Loser and his daughter continue searching for the numbers. When they determine that the coil that they just found isn't one of the numbers, Loser notes that he needs just one more and that modifying any illegal coil would not suffice. Prince Salva meets with Claire Skyheart, telling her that in seven days at the forbidden ruin of Easter Island, he will start a war to prevent a war. Claire wonders how the Beast of Grendel, a.k.a. Kiyoma, will respond. Kiyoma must now determine whether or not to accept the invitation to Easter Island and begins preparations. Mira offers to help, but he shoots her down. Before the episode closes, we flash back to a time where Kiyoma met a petite girl who found herself in a bit of trouble one day. This episode sets up the arc that will continue for the rest of the season. Just wanted to let you know that. Oh, good. Good. Awesome. So those who feel like Dimension W was a little too episodic, here's your story arc. I hope you enjoy it. Fine, I will. <laughs> I don't think it's episode. Gosh. Hey, I was just glad to see some black people for once. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, let's see. Not, demon. not every not anime too. is racist, okay? I never said anime was racist. I was like, I was just glad to see some black people, all right? There's a difference. Of course, they're all voiced by white people. Exactly. <laughs> Just like Darrell. Darrell's actually yes. a white guy. Yes. <laughs> and if you believe that, then you haven't been paying attention. Okay. So, <laughs> apparently, the peanut gallery was not so happy with Luai's voice. I think, yeah, it's it's definitely not ideal. I don't know what they were going for with that. I mean, are they purposefully trying to make him annoying? Because he is kind of annoying. But I never really felt like the Japanese voice was that bad. So, eh, not not Clifford Chapman's best work. It'll be Might okay. have to blame that on the director. I don't know. Can you blame it on alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And of course, our dear friend Ian Sinclair 
is the African wind. <laughs> Danny I hear he burn. also voices the uh, one of the new Street Fighter characters who is also Arabic. So that's yeah. He voices Rashid. Rashid yeah, the yeah. the turbine wind isn't that his uh, title? Master of the turbulent wind. Master, Master of the turbulent wind. Oh, Master of the you know, the guy wind. was a scouter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has a scouter, but some of his other alt costumes aren't that bad, actually. So, Colt, you see this episode? Yeah, I actually watched them all today, so I caught up with everything for this week. Nice. It wasn't bad. I mean, I didn't think Lou was that bad of a character. I mean, sure, he was annoying, but that's more or less just because it's he's just a giant otaku for Japanese culture. So it's like, oh, look, a samurai. I'm not a samurai. I don't care. This this is my reality, and you will exist within it, damn it. <laughs> so, so the whole idea of him forcing Kiyoma just to show him around makes sense. I mean, uh, Lou's a I mean, the kid seems like, like any. Oh yeah, yeah. Lou's a decent kid, but he's definitely one of those ones where, where it's like outside of the. It's obvious he really wants to look around. It's like yeah, I'll just drag anyone into my own hecticness if it means like see everything. And <laughs> Kiyoma winds up being the poor sorry bastard. <laughs> well, Kiyoma is a bit of a I mean, douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> True, but you see here that, that he's, from episode one. he's actually a lot nicer to uh, pretty much uh, any anybody who isn't fully robot. <laughs> yeah, because he really does give Mira the business. Oh, yeah, he does. I don't know, man. She just looks like just such a cute, cute version of Penelope Pitstop. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to the somewhat horrifying one in the new comic. I know. Those guys uh, yeah. like Mad Max a little too much. <laughs> yeah, way too much. <laughs> I get those. I was going to say, because, I mean, th- th- this episode seems to set up a lot of stuff, but, but it was just like, yeah, this one just seemed to be, like, a whole lot of setup with not much payoff. And when you finally mention, like, oh, yeah, this sets up the art, it's like, oh, okay, well, then there we go. Because it's a yeah, lot of it's, setup. It's, it's like, pretty so much where, all where setup. Where are we going with this? It's like, wh- where are we going with this? So apparently we're heading toward Easter Island, and that's about it. A, a, a war to prevent a war. Okay, Mr. Igmatic, you mind going a little further down the rabbit hole for us? Eh, give it time. But overall, no, no, no Cole, yeah, please I'm, tell I'm us how you feel. Time. <laughs> I like Don't the show. That. It's actually really good. If a little... That, I would say this episode was one of those ones where it's like, yeah, you could have maybe drip-fed a little more information, but... If, assuming that you're this is this is an arc and not just a couple of standalones, then yeah, I, I can easily take into that. I just hope that they at least go into more of what the hell happened with Easter Island next episode. Hmm. The next episode, you're going to get a glimpse into Kiyoma's past. The Beast of Grendel! Yeah. Interested in that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, uh, I, hope no lo- I hope there's more loser. Yeah. Uh, not so much in that episode. <laughs> I actually forgot that Loser showed up in this episode, so when I was re-watching it, I was like, oh, for like a oh second. I should probably make note of this, because Wikipedia doesn't. <laughs> oh, I mean, Loser seems to ultimately come into the, in, into the arc itself with, with the numbers and what he's attempting to accomplish, so this is all going to tie back to what whatever Dimension W ultimately is, because after the episode 2, episode 3, when Loser was first introduced in the dimensional break, it's like, 
Yeah, they're tapping into something that shouldn't really be tapped into realistically. I already gave my theory on that. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Jen? I loved it. I loved getting to know a little bit more about Kioma. You know, with his memory loss, we didn't know that. Mm. And he's so old school. I just love it. You know, just the way he dresses, what he uses, cell phone, the car, everything. I just love it. I just love him as a character. Wait, wait, Jen. Do you love him? I love him. Okay. Just but, check. but do you love him more than Loser? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Can't be just, possible. Just, just double checking. <laughs> I just want more loser. If there was more of him, then I'd be more excited. Oh, I'm mm. excited. There are definitely some folks that wish loser was the main character of this story. Loser's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I like Kiyoma. I, I, I find Kiyoma to be an, an entertaining sourpuss. <laughs> also, Mary called him a tool. <laughs> well, he is a shinobi, so yeah, that makes him the ultimate tool. Ah, that's a good point. So, Mr. Jarrell. <laughs> What are your thoughts? Oh, man, I enjoyed this episode so much. Hell, I didn't even know that Kiyoma had family, man. And the yeah. fact that I, like I said, the fact that I got to see some black people and then looking at Lefty, man, uh, Prince Tibbs, um assistant, I'm like, oh, Lord, man, look at that rack, man. And hers are way prickier than Granny Skyheart's, man. But I'm <laughs> like, I'm looking up at uh, the prince, man, and he up there just like flirting with Granny Skyheart, man. Like, so you trying to get the guilt now, man? <sighs> He's going for it all. I know, man. Hey, uh, he wants a harem. Come on. Hey, look at there's nothing we wrong. All with do. Having, yeah, there's nothing wrong with having a harem. Darrell, if you could see me right now, I would be shaking my head at you. Spe- specifically, a slave okay. harem, as he noted. He's yeah. he's he's into. He's yeah, into yeah, yeah, he that, yeah, he into that kind of stuff. I ain't into that right there. Yeah. I find <laughs> you. But you know, I gotta say, he did pull the reverse Kunta Kente, You know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we got that going there. Shut up, little Eddie, little Eddie Murphy coming <laughs> to America. <laughs> if anybody knows about, oh, uh, actually, it's coming him. to Japan. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> coming to Nihongo. Yeah, it's coming to Nihongo. <laughs> now he just but, needs to find a. Uh, they better have James Earl Jones in there somewhere. Yeah, he's just got to find a Wack Donalds or whatever it is now. <laughs> it's McRonalds. It was it McRonalds? Ah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You, said whack you know, there is no fake McDonald's in Dimension W. I'm a little disappointed. I'm kind of mad at but it is in the future. <laughs> and we can only hope that in the future, McDonald's has been abolished. <laughs> dude, you or, can't, even abolish, every... can't even abolish the hamburger patties, dude. Except for Taco Bell. Or, or they all just become one giant conglomerate and you just have every single fast food restaurant under one so you don't have to worry about going to multiple locations every week. You know, you never really see anybody eat in Dimension W. No, you don't. No, you don't, no. But I'm like, oh. if you don't see nobody eat, then why the fuck is so damn big, man? <laughs> it was I mean, how you know, she was created. <laughs> I can't lie, man. You know, she's big, man, but she got a big So uh, how about Mary ass. without makeup? She, she can look all right, man. I'm talking about, dude, like, you know, even looking at her through beer goggles, she wouldn't still be bad looking. Uh, I, I believe the term, I believe the term uh, beast mode would work here. No. She's, actually, <laughs> she's got a sexy voice, though. Yeah, she does, and a big rack. I can overlook some oh, things. You and Shut big, up, Paul. You and big racks. <laughs> the girl could be the ugliest thing in the whole world. Ooh, look at that rack. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, actually, racks. Well, sometimes they do. So, uh, next, next you're going to be going for the Sea Witch Ursula, right? 
No, wait, wait, I forgot. I forgot. Jarrell's also would be like, oh, she got a nice ass, too? All right, I'll make an exception. That's what paper bags are made for. Hey, Jarrell, this isn't an episode of South Park, okay? Uh, no, actually, oh, I like it. Living my. color, man. I am Loomis with my beautiful, with my beautiful riser. <laughs> Thank you, Loomis. I'm sorry. Okay, Paul. Paul what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> rail perverted it up, but though. I think all the thoughts have been said, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, not all the thoughts have been said, so we have some Tsunami talkbacks. Okay. Yay. I don't want to know. Lord Terminal writes in Prince Dandy. He's a not so dandy prince in the future. No, he's not. <laughs> Benjamin Pajon writes in Not every badass looking dude in Japan is a samurai kid. Some of them are ninja. Yes, they are. Ninja's I would a- say Kiyoma's more of a ninja anyway. Yeah. And a doubleheader from Benjamin Pajon. I'm going to end all war by starting one. Hey, MGS called. It wants its plot back. (laughs) There's a lot of things that want its plot back from Dimension W. (laughs) Everything takes from something. Indeed. The real Don East writes in, Didn't care for most of the episode, but it had Mira in a kimono, so A+. It was a Yukata. (laughs) Get it right. True. It was a Yukata. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it was you, cute you've done, so. you done wrong now it, it, it was, was cute, cute though yep and uh, Black Zero writes in this week's episode of Dimension W was all about that sweet kimono fan service oh, again yeah. you gotta you gotta dang it <laughs> I mean it's, you know what does no one pay attention <laughs> really everybody you know what we're just gonna get a paddle all y'all gonna bend over and then I'm just gonna say, well, put your fist out and say when I hit your ass you say you gotta wait is a is a is a yukata a kind of ahead, kimono? I'll say it. You hit my ass and I'll say yukata. Well, you know, you probably like that anyway, though, Jen. Yeah, you sick perverted bastard. I think I refer to his <laughs> coat as a kimono, too, which is not accurate, probably. Uh, <sighs> it's know. a happy coat. It makes you happy. It's all the happy. And, and by far, the greatest of all talkbacks this week, Rob Barracuda with the sensational... An episode about African royalty that didn't have a joke about emails demanding large sums of money? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, he was actually African prince that had money. No, you see, you see, yeah, you see, the invitation also requires a submission fee, I'm sure. Yeah, you know? probably. <laughs> yeah, you know, supposedly I have some relative from Nigeria that was, um, that has a lot of money. I'm supposed to um, give him all my contact information and pay a fee so I can get access to that money. I'm like, no, I don't have any Nigerian relatives. Guess what? I'm Zulu. Big difference. South Africa, bitch. Or the southern part of Africa, anyway. Oh, Lord. I just want your crane money. Yes, yeah, he does. Man. But he needs some antifreeze to get rid of to get that crane going. Dude, it's warm now. There's no need for antifreeze, dumb like. Are, are you sure about that? Oh, yeah. You just got blow on it. Yeah. <laughs> I probably blew it on things. I love blowing on things these days. I just got to blow on it. That's fine. You know, antifreeze is used to, like, keep the engine from getting too hot, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hot. What you're thinking of is defroster. Yes. <laughs> mm, antifreeze is keeping from overheating. <laughs> 
to keep it from um. It's very Durell, important stop. to keep the crane from overheating. Durell, yeah. stop, okay? You're killing yourself right now. No, I'm not killing myself, dude. Because uh, unlike you, actually do have some kind of mechanical reasoning skills. But we're talking about that another day because I'm not a grease monkey. We got a data monkey with us, though. Yeah, we sure do. Hi. <laughs> Hello. We gotta feed them data chips. Nicely done. All right, data well. chips. <laughs> well, I am a fan of Mega Man Exe. I love you, Cole. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> well, when I remember to actually notice that the phone's ringing and I pick up to get here in time. Otherwise, you get really angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's less bananas for you. Yep. Oh. <laughs> well, moving on to our next recap. It's time for the penultimate episode. Of parasites. Woo! Yeah. You got to know, know, Lisa. We are getting just for being humans. We are absolute predator. We do not even have any enemies. Maybe they're not sending for watching us. Thinking that Sunday we will be dead. Parasite, episode 23, Life and Vows. Shinichi finds Goto in the forest and attempts to strike him from behind, but that awakens him. Shinichi hides in the bushes, determined to kill Goto. He considers a plan to attack the back of Goto's neck, but is easily overpowered and thrown far away onto a garbage pile. Shinichi remembers the words of Mitsuyo, and thinks back to the other day when he saw Goto had bullet wounds in his side and grabs a broken, rusty piece of metal to stab Goto. He manages to shank Goto with the metal and flee for a moment. Prison rules! Goto pursues him, but it seems to be having trouble controlling the other parasites within him. Goto attacks Shinichi, but right as the strike was about to hit, Migi connects with the remaining cells in Shinichi's body and rips through Goto, severing several organs. A mutiny breaks out within Goto due to the poison, likely hydrogen cyanide, which Shinichi injected into the parasite using the metal before. Filled with rage, Goto attacks Shinichi and Migi, but Migi is able to destroy Goto by severing the remaining thread holding the parasites together. Shinichi and Migi discuss what it was like for Migi to live within Goto, and Migi notes it was actually rather pleasant. Migi observes the garbage pile to determine what harmed Goto, and Shinichi is shocked that such dangerous chemicals were dumped there, and Migi notes that such an act turned out in Shinichi's favor. Migi senses Goto is trying to reform, and Shinichi once again considers why the parasites exist. If perhaps they are intended to protect the Earth from humans who would pollute and harm other organisms. Migi does not desire to murder one of his own, and leaves Shinichi the choice whether or not to finish off Goto with the cleaver. After contemplating a bit longer, Shinichi chooses to kill Goto in order to ensure that no one else would die. Shinichi and Migi return home after returning the cleaver to Mitsuyo, who finds it and wonders if Shinichi was able to do it. Now we have the moral of the series, summed up in a very simple monologue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should pay attention it's... to that monologue. It's, uh, it's a very interesting conversation. Yes. Oh, yes. I was still more. I'll admit, Goto's like monster form was actually pretty well done, given the animation stylings and all that. Although I think I'm more surprised how the hydrogen cyanide was ultimately the key. 
but then again, I've seen... That just makes me think of War of the Worlds. (laughs) (laughs) The alien organism is killed by something found on Earth. (laughs) Right. Though in this case, it was a dangerous poison created by uh, manufacturing and dumped there. And, uh, yeah. Who is the real parasite? (laughs) Paul? Yes. No, you're the real parasite. <laughs> so I can stand up? <laughs> Please stand up. Please stand up. No Slim Shady. <laughs> All right, Paul, what are your thoughts on this episode? Well, another awesome episode, of course. I guess I'm a little confused about Shinichi in, in this episode. Well, actually, since Migi separated from him that until he came back, obviously. Because, you know, Shinichi had, like, this Superman-like power before. And then in this episode, before Migi obviously came back to him, it was like he was just a normal human being. So I'm, I guess I'm kind of confused. No, 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 dude. No, 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 no. He, it's, he it's still had... way too yeah. strong. Yeah. Goto was just that more powerful. He still had all of the smaller Migi cells yeah, in he him. Was it was still simply just... Human. It, it it's basically the the equivalent of like Vegeta fighting Frieza at that point. Okay. Well, it, it just I don't know. It, it just I thought there sh- there should have been like a little bit more on his end. Like I felt like this was kind of like well, he managed to shank him. Yeah, but well, that he, was like a weak. He managed to sh- one. He had found the weak point, which is the thing that he was looking for the first place. But you also have to remember that when he got punched in the stomach and went flying, any normal human would have probably been blown in half. That's yeah, true. He, that they would have just died. Like any attempt to have fought Mo- Goto by um, any normal humanoid means, they'd have just been eviscerated into a pile of redness. Yeah, I will it agree with you. It was just supposed to show how much more powerful Goto was compared to him and how absurd it was to Shinichi to be thinking that Ryoko said that he was actually very fragile. Invincible, but fragile. But he figured out why that actually was. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that that was the, that was my only, like, okay, this doesn't seem like he's able to do anything kind of, you know. Uh, maybe, maybe the inconsistency that I thought. But, you know, other than that, I mean, solid action I, as usual. Go ahead. I, I will say that the comparison between when Migi was there and when Migi wasn't there is so dramatic it, it seems awfully convenient that it's just Migi can finish him off that easily. But he did explain that he ripped out several organs on the way out of Goto. So he's already kind of hanging by a thread. And all oh, I know. It's just not very much. But still, it seems convenient. Yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't seem as well thought out as I would have liked yeah, I mean, and I, it kind of wraps it up quickly. Yeah, I I'm mean, just more amazed but, by the whole it, him reattaching himself to Shinichi's arm. Because even I was just like, okay, I'm a little lost on that concept. But the whole hydrogen cyanide causing an internal revolt kind of explains it. But it's still one of those, how do you instinctively reattach like that? You know what? Whatever. I mean, well, you they actually back. foreshadow that early yeah. on in the series with the one guy says you can attach to me and they also foreshadow that a parasite can live within another parasite's host mm. 
and attack it from within with uh, what they showed Reiko Tamura being capable of doing. I, I and early on in the episode, Shinichi was thinking maybe Migi actually is alive somewhere inside of Goto, even though Goto's like, nah, he's dead. <laughs> well, Goto! Well, little did you know. <laughs> well, and also, Colt, I think part of the... When we saw them revolt, like, if you saw... Um, well, actually, Goto says that I'm going to use Migi to kill you, and that's when all of a sudden... It didn't seem like he, he hit him with it. It seemed like all it did was just touch him. And that's when the transformation happened because obviously the cells were right there, so uh, it gave him yeah. it gave him the way to come back, which is which is fine. And I and I didn't I didn't really see, uh, well I didn't really think that um, that explanation by Migi how he like did stuff on the way out. Like I, I don't think that was out of the ballpark because you know we've seen this series already, all the episodes. No, yeah, it's absolutely believable right, considering right. what. Uh, what Tamara was capable of doing. Right. I'm not entirely sure he said Migi. I thought he said Miki, which is the other persona within him right. that could have been revolting at that point. But maybe he did say Migi. But say that would, it, it'd be weird that he would say that when he was saying that Migi was dead. But perhaps he meant that Migi was absorbed in, into That's him. That's what I thought, yeah. That's what I yeah. thought he meant by that. Because obviously he was the one in control of all the parasites. Mm-hmm. So once he lost that control, you know, obviously everybody's going to revolt and try to get yeah, out. We can take a lot of time analyzing. Yeah, that yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? You know what really got me too was is okay. So there was two others at least parasites in there. Oh, way more. Of, he, he had a total five? of five inside of him. Six if you count Miggy. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. So, but if it, it, it really kind of confused me because when he exploded, I thought, okay, well. That meant that all of these parasites wouldn't come back, but they were pretty much saying that the parasites were still there, just coming back into Goto again. And it was just like, okay, but they were it, trying to get out and get away, so it's like it. Well, no, uh, Migi explains that in the idea that once his body had exploded, all the hydrogen cyanide had been dispersed. Right, right. No, so no, Goto no, I heard probably that. still had some form of mental control over the remaining parasites in that regard, oh, okay. which is what yeah. probably brought them back to that body. But as Migi said again, the likelihood of him actually successfully doing it was about 50-50. So he could have revived, but again, Shinichi was like, yeah, no, what? no, I don't like killing, but no. Right. A, a it's an interesting scenario. Moments. Mm-hmm. As he slashes up the remains of Goto before it can reform, and he even admits it's not your fault. Well, you know, well, there was there was that too, where like it seemed like he was just gonna walk away, and then all of a sudden he's all of a sudden he's over Goto, and then he kills him. That was kind of weird too, but you know, whatever. Um, he realized that if he left, if, if, assuming he took the chance and Goto came back, he would keep chasing after him and. He didn't want to take the risk of going back to the city and then having Goto chasing after him again because at that point he was nothing more than a pile of rage. Right. So. Mm-hmm. So though he felt sorry for him, he couldn't just leave it, which is very philosophical. Yes, it is, and very intelligent. Any other thoughts, folks? Well, you know, like when he got absorbed into Migi, you know, the thing is, like, I would say probably like with. Shinichi being like that close proximity to Miggy again, you know, it kind of triggers something. But the thing is, you know, Miggy is a tactician and strategist. 
So he figured, like, once Shinichi's back, guess what? I can just start severing organs on the inside to kind of level the playing field. And the thing is, like, you know, Miki actually kind of admitted, he did admit to um, Shinichi, he was like, you know, like killing one of his own kind. He was like, you know, this is what you refer to as murder. So Miki was against killing Goto at this point because he was having some kind of, you know, he was having sympathy, you know, for one of his own kind. Because, you know, in the beginning, Miki just didn't give a damn. He was like, Mm -hmm. anybody that, you know, threatened his survival, then, you know, he considered them an enemy. But at this point, there is like some emotion saying, hey, you know, I, you know, Shinichi, it's up to you to make the decision. And, you know, Shinichi's like, at first he was going to let him live, but then Shinichi looked at it, you know, the lesser of two evils at this point. If I kill Goto now, it's well, he's not going to come back. He can't kill anybody. But if I let him live, there is that 50% chance that he'll come back and come after me, but he'll kill people in the process of that. So mm-hmm. Shinichi made the ultimate decision, hey, I got to kill him to you know, prevent this from happening again. It's crime and punishment you know, on this, on this level right here because, hey, you can't just continue to allow this to happen. And like, <laughs> Eventually, Shinichi would have looked at it, hey, I let him revive and now more people are dying and I could have easily let, avoided this, you know, preventing this from happening. If I would have just went on and killed Goto, so I think in the long run, he, you know, hindsight is a big thing. So he actually had the good sense to go ahead. So and what you're Goto. telling me is Shinichi did what Batman will never do. We're not getting to the Batman. <laughs> well, don't even start. Well, We're not going there. There is something coming out called the Killing Joke. So Batman does do that, but that that's not the Tsunami Faithful podcast. So <laughs> that's that's the whole thing about it, though. At this point. Shinichi nutted up, had the balls to kill him, and do what he needed to do to keep this from perpetuating again. Well, it's it's and he's gonna have to live with the fact that he did that, right? Sometimes it's kill or be killed, man. And at this point, I was like, look here, kill them all and then just repent later. Well, it seems like they're you know Migi and and obviously Shinichi are kind of rubbing off on each other. Don't we're not gonna make that sexual. Um, <laughs> I mean, yes, I mean, absolutely. I mean, From I mean, the beginning of the show up to now, you've been able to see how their interactions with each other and sharing the same body and same chemistry has changed Shinichi and Miki almost equally. Right. So, and it seems like they've kind of switched. Like Miki now is like, okay, well, I don't want to kill one of my own kind because that's murder, and Shinichi's like. Yeah, but you know what? This is the smartest decision that we need to make, and we need to do this. If we don't, then we're going to get screwed in the end. So, Yes, but I think if it were a case of Migi having to decide whether or not to kill another human, he would have killed him. Yes. Whereas Shinichi would have not wanted to kill him. And that's the difference. The thing is, it's empathizing, you know, because look here. Shinichi doesn't want to kill Empathizing with your own kind. Okay. yeah. The thing is, Shinichi doesn't want to kill another human. Miki doesn't, at this point, Miki no longer wants to kill another one of his kind, another parasite. And that's not necessarily true. I think Miki would defend and kill against another parasite, but not one that's in a pitiful state. Yeah, pretty much. So I guess that's a fair assumption on that. But it's been, it's, like, Parasite has been a great ride, though. Oh, absolutely. It has, and we have it's one a more episode. Sensational show. Yeah, I'm kind of sad to see it go. Well, it's not going. It's just. But you're not time. because it's repeating. I know, baby. <laughs> but, God. Uh, 
gotta love that dramatic pause. Look, I know I'm gonna get some heat for this, but I'm I'm really glad that it's Parasite instead of a comic a kill. I am. I am. Deal with it. No, I I think that it makes sense. Honestly, like it it's definitely a, it did better than a comic got kill. A lot more people liked it, and I think that it will do a lot better in the 3 a.m. slot than uh, a comic got kill. So we'll it's see. Okay. I just didn't want to see my favorite people again on the comic got kill, man. Uh-huh. We're, we're not we're not pulling we're not pulling that out of our butts. Jason uh-huh. actually responded to me when I asked why they went with Parasite, and they like it a bit more, and it also comparatively did better. Exactly. So there you go. We're we're not just saying it did better because nope. we think it did better. <laughs> I can pull up the data okay. if you all wanted to. No, 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 no. Uh, we can, uh, we can definitely can cite the it. comparison of the, uh, well, I mean, here's the thing. It's hard to gauge how Akame did compared to Parasite because Akame was after DBZ Kai and everything is going to lose a lot from DBZ Kai. We know that. Well, so true. that's that's a little tough to, and Akame is also before Parasite. So naturally you can't expect Parasite to do better, so, so you can look at it. From yeah, the it's, point. I mean, I, I mean, they must have you, their way of determining oh, yeah, that. Of but determining my one thought was, if you compare, and they probably did not base this solely on this, or even mostly on this, but if you compare how Akame's marathon did on Halloween to oh, how oh. Parasite's marathon did on Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah, big difference. Oh yeah, definitely. And they both still beat expectations. Exactly. Surprising, given what a comic I killed it. <laughs> so. but, yeah, uh, those, uh, those, those were pretty it low. Just goes, I was gonna say, it just goes to show you it, there there are reasons why Naruto and One Piece are still on the block. But uh, yeah, let's get definitely. to the talk back and see what they got to say. Yes, time to abuse some people. <laughs> Not too many people. No. Just four. Jafis and Craig writes in. Back of his neck? That must be the weak spot. Ah, Attack on Titan rules, eh? Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. Of course, that was the pre-Titan. That's what the Titan looked like before it evolved into what it is now. <laughs> well, yeah, actually. <laughs> that... it, it would be really scary just to see the artist actually draw a Titan with, like, parasite logic behind it. That would just be scary. Don't, don't, don't give them the opportunity to make Goto a Titan, okay? Please. Too late. Someone's... Someone's bound to do it at some point. Uh, at least yeah, I mean, the Titan's a bit better than what they currently are. They're probably going to hear this Whatever. podcast and go, oh, here, guys, here you go. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be any different than the, what was it, the Marvel Attack on Titan crossover. Yeah. Or the uh, Attack on Titan and Rick and Morty crossover. <laughs> I've not seen mm, yes. that show yet. No, it's not, a, it's not a show. It's just a drawing. It's just a picture. It's hilarious. It's oh. so. great. It wasn't that Jerry is the Colossal Titan. Something, yeah. yeah. Man, somebody need to kill Jerry. <laughs> I hate that guy. All right, moving on. <laughs> Joshua Knighton writes in, and of course, with Shinichi facing imminent death, his thoughts go right to that sweet love he made with Murano. Oh, the pain yeah. train. Duh. You can't forget about you? that. I mean, if you're going to die. That's a reason you... to live right there. Yeah, that yeah, is true. a reason well, to live. It's a reason to live, but if you're going to die, you may as well die with a boner at the very least. <laughs> I like Tatsumi. Goto just stopped suddenly and was like, oh, dude, I, I can't kill you like this. This is this is, this is weird. This wait, is, wait, let me, let me, let me go not right. for two seconds. Right wait, let me, let me think of baseball real quick. 
go to the All right, we're gonna we're right gonna now. think of dead. We're gonna think of dead puppies. And oh, now I have a boner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shoot, it could be like the criminal dude that they had, man. That was happening to the lady. Then oh, he's yeah, like, yeah. I can yeah. bet the shit. Oh man, dude, that, was that, was, that was just amazing. I bet if you put like, on a dress, I could probably rub another one out. <laughs> <laughs> like, what were you expecting to have happen? I mean, the dude hasn't seen anything like that for some time. You were exactly. kind of asking yeah. for it. Good point. And, oh, gosh, I really got to say, uh, Andrew Love's performance as that guy is just so good. <laughs> By the way, Colt, I think we found the uh, title to, the, to, the, to this episode. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, what was that? I guess you'll have to listen back, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> Would you just tell me? No, I don't remember either. <laughs> oh, come oh. on. Well, then it's probably not going to be that, because whatever it was, I must not have found it funny. There you go. I assume it has to do with something. Well, of course. I mean, if if you're going to die, you're probably going to die with a boner. There we go. Or you should die with a boner. Die with a boner. (laughs) Die with a boner. Dying with a boner. That's the name of the podcast. Dying with a boner. I I think we didn't die with a boner. Whatever. (laughs) Sidetrack, that would be be a funny name for a podcast. (laughs) Dying Either with a boner way. with Sketch and Colt. It's like die, die in a fire only. It's die with a boner. All right. Man, moving on from this boner. <laughs> that seems like something that should be a line in a kind of jazzed up Funimation dub of some pervy show Probably. where the girl gets really mad at the protagonist and is like, oh, go die with a boner. I would, I'm going to so use that now. <laughs> Well, there's directors. All right, all right. There are directors that do listen to this podcast, so they may be using that now. Well, there's. I'm gonna use that in my daily life. Next time someone pisses me off, I'll be like, "Die with boner." <laughs> yes. You know It'll what, sir? You know what? Die with a fucking boner. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, Paul, go die. With a boner. Yeah. Just uh, I can start. Die with a boner in your throat, this Paul. Is what I can start. <laughs> right, anyways, let's <laughs> on to the next podcast talk. Oh God, yes. Yes. Rob Barracuda writes in, Lightning? When did Miggy turn into Lord Raiden? Raiden. Raiden. Yeah, Raiden. Mortal That's Kombat. not how I would be pronounced. It's, it's, it's always been pronounced Raiden. Weird That's spelling, weird. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just accept well, it, it's Raiden. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the next talkback. <laughs> and Gamer for Life, one, two, three... Writes in, are we human or are we the parasite? Yeah, I'm just going to say most of y'all parasites anyway. You yeah, suck the life out of everything that's fun. Yep, we leech on people. Well, yeah. it's true. We know that's true. We know that's Dude, true. I'm a freaking alcoholic parasite, okay? <laughs> I will rob your liquor cabinet. <laughs> Don't you mean you'll suck it out of the liquor cabinet? <laughs> nope. Something yes. like that. Dude, I have gotten to the point now where I can telekinetically just drink booze. Oh, God. <laughs> And we're all going to learn that skill. Oh, baby, it'll blow you by. And you're back out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think that's it. Start back. Recap. Is indeed. And there is but one episode remaining. It is. And uh, seeing as this battle went down in this episode, I'm sure you must be wondering what's going to happen in the last episode. Well, you're just going to have to tune in to find out. It goes down in the DMs. But there were other things that aired on Toonami this week. Uh, there was a preview for Hardcore Henry, a movie that's coming out very soon. I think this week? 
And that's an interesting looking movie. It's all done in first person perspective, so you know it feels like you're playing like a first person shooter while you watch it. Pretty pretty neat looking action and stuff. So I'm interested to see it. Yeah. It's probably gonna be disorienting for some people. I can't do it, man. I just can't. Those of you who have motion sickness, please exit the theater now. Or please use the provided barf bag situated in the seat in front of you. Yeah, there you don't want to have to clean up your crap. Oh, I wonder if they're going to do it in 3D, because that would just be... Oh. No, it's not in 3D. Oh, it's just God. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> we should we should watch it in Oculus Rift. <laughs> oh, God. So, so I, Colt, you I, must be excited about the Sword Art Oculus Rift thing, huh? <laughs> uh, there was that I was excited about, and then there was the fact that there's another company in Japan that's actively working on making Ghost in the Shell uh, cybernetics. I was so happy to hear about this. Like, yay, we're finally doing the things we actually can do in this world based on anime stuff. Interesting. I mean, I mean I'd, I'd be more interested to see how the whole VR sort of online, like the avatar creation, if they're going to try to replicate that as best they can with work. But it, to me, it's like, if you can just get the basic setup for the SAO game, I don't care what the avatar looks like. You're probably not going to see the avatar in the first place. I well, mean, you'll see everyone you'll else's see avatar. The, uh, yeah, you'll see everybody else's avatar. So obviously they have to have a design. <laughs> well, yeah. You'll still make your character, but it'll be like many other first-person games where you can look down and see your feet, but unless you had, like, a really good mirror, which, assuming they could pull that off in that game, which, eh, possible with most technology, it'd still be one of those ones where it's like... Man, wouldn't it be disorienting if everything was, like, polygony? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Looking at you. I think, actually, I'm pretty sure there is technology like that right now. Well, VR is getting up there. I mean, it's still a bit slow, but... It's just like, yeah, we're going to try doing SAO. And God bless you, gentlemen. We're going to make cybernetic and, and, and we're going to make cybernetics for this one guy. And bless you, too, because we've had the technology for some time. Well, maybe not VR, but the freaking cybernetics we probably could have done years ago. It's just like, yay, oh, yeah. someone's finally taking the initiative. Yeah, they've actually been de developing certain things like in Israel. And also there's a company in Japan that's been um, developing different types of cybernetics for human use. Mm hmm. Yeah, I keep up with those types of things. All I know is I'm happy about it. No, Colt, you can't have an Oliver Yana system. <laughs> and uh, a lot... Oh, my. <laughs> oh, so that's how you pronounce that. Doggone it, Gundam, and all of their words that look like vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Quattro Vagina, and I mean, come on. We know what's on your mind now, Sketch. Yes, we do. Apparently. Vagina! <laughs> yeah and random outbursts of, of course i guess yes and uh also in uh, sword art online gaming news i recently saw that there was going to be crossover promotion between sword art online and dot hack to which i have to say it's about time <laughs> yeah, but i think it's for a mobile i can't remember what type of game it was for i thought it was for a mobile. yeah it's for a mobile game but you know, mobile games, they're like all the rage now. Whatever. Like, I don't have any mobile games on my phone, really. I have two. Me, me, Miyoto, or me, eh. the, 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 the Nintendo, the Nintendo one. Nintendo one, one? yeah, <laughs> I just downloaded that. It's cute. Uh, it's not really a game. It's more answer a bunch of questions, and then you, you get use coins. Twitter, Facebook, and they'll... Basically, it's your Wii account revealing your worst, deepest, darkest secrets if you willingly tell it that. Wow. And then uh, I have Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Very, very uh -huh. well done. And if that's the company that's working with Nintendo, I support that. Hmm. It's a very good. It's a very good RPG game for Final Fantasy. 
All right, so along with the other things that aired on Toonami this week, there was a promo for the next show, and we'll get into that in a moment. But, uh, yeah, it was a promo. Not it's a promo. Not your best promo. Eh, it, makes, it, it, it got the point across. Yes. Hey, here, here's the new show. Here's all the good scenes in the new show. Oh, not even close. <laughs> I think they really avoided uh, showing anything the least bit spoilery, which I guess is a good thing. But at the same time, it doesn't do much for uh, like hyping what's coming. But right, eh. right, right. Let's move on and we'll talk about the talk back first. And then we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Here are the miscellaneous talkbacks, uh, some regarding the programming this week and some regarding other things. So, Gamer for Life 123 writes in, Mugen thinking about food even when he's dying. Mm-hmm. Yep, Makes that sense. happened. The way of a samurai. <laughs> Austin Guest writes in, Shot through the heart and 17's to blame. 18, you give love a bad name. <laughs> As the arrival of androids 17 and 18. And what do they do right when they wake up? They kill their creator, of course, because that's, you know, that's that's what that's what happens. Of course. Of course. And Jefferson Craig writes in Shinichiro Watanabe has a knack for using whole songs during an episode. Mugen's death scene was brilliant. Felt like bebop. Ah, uh, yes. Obakuri Iumi. I love that song. It was done by Ikuz, um, Ikue Azasaki. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. I know the song, man. I got it downloaded my iPod. Well, aren't you special? Yeah, well, you're special, Ed, whore. <laughs> you're, you're, you're figuring it out finally. Thank you. Michael Cole Morgan writes in regarding uh, Toonami Madness, which has finally come to a close. Uh, regarding the almost final rounds, I'm still pissed that One Piece beat Cowboy Bebop in Toonami Madness. <laughs> uh, let me talk about that real quick. What was going on with One Piece, and I finally noticed this, because I was keeping an eye on Tsunami News as voting was going on. All of a sudden now, okay, obviously, One Piece podcast, obviously, they're going to have some part in this as well. But then I started to notice, like, some other One Piece sites joining in. And then that's when all of a sudden this little, like, voting went from 500 votes to, like, 1,500 votes. And I'm like... Jeez. That's the One Piece fandom for your people. Yeah. And I'm just saying. Yeah, man. The One Piece fandom, they come out of the woodwork. I mean, and I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, and it was the same thought that, that Sketch had was if there was this much excitement for a poll, where are you people for the actual episode? <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Like, killing me. You're so, killing me. I mean. So let's, let's, let's follow that up with the fact that One Piece, <laughs> in fact, won. Toonami Madness. Yes. The lowest rated premiere on Toonami every week. One Toonami Madness. What does that tell you? One Piece is out of Villanova. It means that there's a lot of people who really like the franchise but don't care to watch it on the block, which is just the best thing ever. We want Maybe One Piece. They just like the manga. Who knows? I'd, I'd, I'd find it hilarious. We like One Piece. Well, why aren't you watching it? I'm, 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 I got things to do I'm, at 2.30 on a Saturday. Apparently, yeah, like, like sleeping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, guys. If you're if only you gonna show up show in droves for this stupid little poll, 
Why don't you watch it on TV? Exactly. All right, it's in Thriller Park now. You don't need all the homework that was required to watch Water 7 through in his lobby. Right. Just turn on the TV, watch freaking Thriller Park. You know, you know, Sketch, it's going to be interesting if they do play one of the One Piece movies eventually. I really want to see if when it plays on TV, if that does really well. Because if that really does well... Then we're going to sit there and go, I'm just going to throw my hands up and be like, whatever. <laughs> like, whatever. I don't know. What to I say. hope it does, because I wouldn't be surprised it happened. Oh, mm-hmm. look. It's you something know, that we've... It might actually do well. There's some people that don't really follow the One Piece anime. They, like, read the manga. But they'll see the movies, because, you know, they're yeah. movies. And so... I honestly, like, some of those have been out for a long time now that I think Tsunami could probably pick, pick them up on the cheap, maybe. Uh, well... We uh, I mean, there's only three that are available in America right now, so there's that. Right, but then there's – but the first one there, I mean, how long has that one been out? It's been out for at least uh, – The Alabasta movie? Honestly, yeah. I don't think they should bother with it. It's not that good. I mean, if we're if we're going to play a One Piece movie – well, now, now they can play Strong World, so let's just play Strong World. <laughs> yeah, I think that's – I think it's a great, great place to start. But you know, yeah, that could, I mean, that could feasibly get more people interested. I mean, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm hoping you that know. well, whenever movies we'll air, talk again. about it. We'll, we'll I'm going to talk about that in well when we talk about the show that's coming. But um, I I think Jason can break his his uh, what he says sometimes. So, but we'll get into that later. So let, let's read the last talk back. At the dollars writes in. Hashtag what I'd wish for. Now that Toonami's been back for four years now, maybe some durarara on Toonami someday. Uh, I mean, they're, nice. they're, they're possible. They're playing the English dub on Crunchyroll, aren't they? Yeah, it's actually it's everywhere. It's on Hulu. It's on Crunchyroll, and then eventually it ends up on Netflix. Yeah. So, well, well, there you go. Uh, I would say the fact that they went with Hulu for their broadcast of is a fair indication that the way that they wanted to roll this show out didn't really work with Toonami. But at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean that they wouldn't be able to play it later on. I mean, currently, uh, as of the next lineup change, there will be no Anaplex shows on Toonami. Yes. And it's kind of a bummer, but I... Well, we did say... Some of them are stuck on Netflix because of contracts, and others don't really fit Toonami. Right. So, I don't know. We, we did say that we thought that Aniplex wasn't going to play any any shows this year. So. Yeah, at the beginning of this year, we were like, well, I don't think Aniplex is going to have anything. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, obviously, at some point... The year is still young. Well, I mean, you got Sword Out Online, and obviously, you know, when they do the third season, that's going to be on Toonami. That's not going to happen this year. I'm just saying, like, when that happens, obviously Aniplex is going to happen. That's not going to happen next year or even probably the year after. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a while. <clears throat> they got that movie that they're going with right now, and then probably a year after that is when Sword Art 3 will show up. But I guess it depends on how, how far they are in the novels by then. Right. But I don't think there's necessarily nothing else they would get from Aniplex. But at the moment, at least some of the better candidates are not available, seemingly because Netflix has a exclusive contract on the dubs. What? And before you get mad about that, Adult Swim has the exclusive contract on the dub of Kill a Kill and Sword Art Online 2, and people are not so happy about that. 
<laughs> so eh, fair is well, fair. It is what we get. So and then and they're you know we can use those. So, but there again, I mean the only thing that would show up honestly from Aniplex is is the movie. But again, they're not doing movies, so. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll After see. We- I mean, may- maybe Samurai Champloo gets replaced by Madoka. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. That'd be cool. Well, let's let's. <laughs> if they're gonna keep an old, oldish like modern classic in that time slot. That would be a good place to go. But uh, let's get into that show, shall we? Yeah. So properly. So let us discuss the news. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Before we get to the big news, wanted to chime in, uh, we wanted uh, some of the other folks here to chime in on their thoughts on Fooly Cooly getting new seasons. Well, I guess, Cole, I'll let you go first. I'll, I'll give you the floor. I'm simply surprised they had the money for that. I wasn't expecting that one. It's like, okay, Jack was one thing, but it's like, this one's like, I, I, where's the <laughs> money coming from? Well, okay. And then I, and then I saw Jason's, um, the one question I was asking, him, it's like, oh, no, we have two totally separate budgets. I, you still would have had to have saved up for a little bit at that point. I mean, was this something that was, that was like, as you're acting you like heard. Adult Swim doesn't make lots of money. Yeah. It does. Well, well, well I know it makes money. I'm, I'm just surprised that they go for something like that. Okay, well... I mean, well, I, I, I understand that it's that's a cult classic anime franchise, but to me, it's more like... Okay, sure, but you, the expectations are going to be pretty high at that point, particularly if you're co-producing it, but I don't know anything past that. That's just my opinion. Let me. Yeah, it seems to be the case whenever an original production or co-production is involved, Toonami's not going to be pulling that out of their own budget. It'll no. be out of the, the main Turner budget right, for right, Adult right. Swim original so, productions. So let me, let, me, let me do a little education here. Um, so what seems, and this is, this is really interesting too. Um, is now, you know, remember the Cartoon Network days, Toonami had this huge budget, so they could pretty much do whatever they wanted for at least the first half of their run, you know. Except they didn't have any original productions. No, 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 they didn't have any original productions, but... Not until IGPX. But there again, it seemed like they could use all this money and go out and get whatever show they wanted to. Now, it seems like, you know, okay, well, we want to make Samurai Jack. Here's what we want to do with Samurai Jack. Or, it wasn't even Toonami, it was... The creator there, Gendy, came back and was like, let's do it. And they're like, yeah, here's money. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously Turner was ready to do that at any point that Gendy, Gendy wanted to do it. I'm sure there was already money set aside for Samurai Jack if he wanted to do it. Um, Fully Cooley is... Well, I, I don't remember... I want to say... Wasn't it... What, it was somebody at the top there that... That was part of Fully Cooly, wasn't it? Sketch. Uh, no, no. I mean, wasn't that one of their produ- baby- production IG? Uh, production IG has a really good relationship with 
Jason DeMarco and other people at Adult Swim. But there was there was like nobody at Adult Swim involved in Fooly Cooly, but they really I hear them. that Mike Lazo really liked Fooly Cooly. Right, right. That's what I was getting wanted, at. He wanted more episodes of Fooly Cooly. And word has it back in the day, the creators of Fooly Cooly were like, nah, we're good. And then many, many years later, they're like, hey, we had some ideas for how to do more Fooly Cooly. I mean, this makes perfect sense. Production IG just reacquired the rights exactly. to make Fooly Cooly. I don't know. If so obviously they had some thoughts on how to reboot or continue the franchise. And Adult Swim was like, we'll throw money take- in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shut up I, and I take our money. I was going to say that would be the more appropriate expression. Right. Of that <laughs> well, I, like, nah, they, no, no, they wouldn't no, have been no, that cool on. about it. Adult Swim's always real chill. Well, and, and you know, take also you got to remember too that if you have the chance to, to make more episodes, you might as well. Now, I will I will say this. I'm I'm kind of in the middle on this. I'm not yeah, I'm with like Frank. I talked about this on on the the previous podcast I was on. Um the episode that I was on. You know, I I'm with Frank on this on Twitter. You know, I think that it's not needed. The anime was great the way it was. It doesn't really need it. However, on the flip side of this, A, if you have the opportunity to do it, why not? And B, if it benefits Toonami in the long run, why not? You know, this is another show that's mm-hmm. going to keep Toonami going. And again, this is something... Turn the butter like Bebop. <laughs> and and here's, here's, another, here's a little another tidbit, too. And I was... And CJ, I was telling CJ this on that episode, you know... They announced it for Toonami. They didn't announce it on Adult Swim, then Toonami. They announced it for Toonami, and then Adult Swim shared it on their page, on their Facebook page. So this is for Toonami. So don't see, mm-hmm. don't think that Toonami's going anywhere anytime soon. Because well, not when they yeah. put that much money for it. <laughs> no, no, not no. at all. Plus, Samurai they're planning Jack. on keeping it around until at least 2018. There you go. Milk the butter. <laughs> the butter. <laughs> but, you know. Which which actually leads us to uh, the next show. Because when you're going to be around until 2018 or longer, you got to secure your future. Yes. And shall I, shall yeah. I review this? No, hell no. I'm doing it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dream come true for me, man. Let me bask in the... You may, okay, fine, you can, but I want to talk about this first. All right, yes, of course. So, during Toonami Preflight this week, it was finally announced the show that would be replacing Parasites. And we were all pretty much thinking it would maybe be a Sentai show, maybe a recent Funimation show. Mm -hmm. Definitely not a really long show. Well, we were all very, very wrong. (laughs) Coming from Viz Media... Yeah. Hunter Hunter, starting April 16th at 1 a.m. Yes. Now, this is a big freaking deal. It is a big freaking deal. I... This is a show that has been highly requested for Toonami for many years now. Mm-hmm. And Viz Media only recently acquired the rights to it back in, I want to say, October. And they just announced the voice cast. And it seemed like things were probably... Heading towards the direction like Sailor Moon of showing up on Hulu. And then, bam! Yeah. Tsunami announcement. Okay, so <laughs> I got a lot to say about this. Um, first of all, one of the thoughts that we had on the episode that I recorded was that this was 
this could be a possibility. But the problem was, and the reason we didn't com- that I at least didn't commit to this was because of how many episodes that this series has. I believe it's 148, right? Yes. Yep. That is so, and and here's here's another little tidbit too, because I, I obviously we've been doing this for a while, all of us here on this podcast. Um, we've interviewed Jason and Marco several times. Um, one of those times that we interviewed Jason, we were talking about Yu Yu Hakusho and why Yu Yu Hakusho couldn't be on Toonami. And one of the reason that he said was is that while we have three long running series right now, we don't want to do that to to we don't want to put any more on tsunami so come to this and you're looking at it going huh uh huh yeah exactly. well, I, I feel Wait, like what you said back then was a bit more vague than that kind of like we don't we don't want to fill the entire block with long series and they haven't <laughs> you're but, getting pretty close uh, yeah. Well, now it is. Seventy-one <laughs> percent <laughs> of the block is now basic, technically taken over by shows that last longer than one year. Right. Uh, keep going, Paul. Yep. Okay, so it's that's that right there is kind of like okay. So it, it caught us all by surprise. Yeah, it I caught feel. us all by surprise. Like I was, I, I mean, I was. Look, whether or not it was a factual thing. The the communal thought was three long running series was all there was gonna be, exactly. and the only way another one would show up like Fairy Tale or Toriko or JoJo or Hunter Hunter was only if one of the shows, ship it in One Piece or DBZ was no longer there. Oh well, how we all wished that! <laughs> how we all wished for that to happen! Now now and now. Colt's worst nightmare has has <laughs> finally happened. Yes. <laughs> and Colt, we'll let you talk in just a second, but there is okay. one thing and I actually put this on the article. That's that was by the way if anybody saw that I said update about the article the Hunter Hunt, Hunter Hunter article. Um the reason I updated that was because Jason DeMarco had said something interesting. And I'm looking through the ask right now just to get the exact wording of it. Did you say he was looking for ass? He's looking for some ass. I am looking for some ass, but you know. He said ass. I heard it clear. Here's what, for those of you out there that are like, oh God, another long running series. Colt, I'm sure we'll go in length about this in a minute. It won't be length, but. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, somebody kind of asked him about this. So he said, this is what they asked. Generally curious, was, is, Hunter x Hunter's 148 episode count much of a consideration when deciding to pick it up? It'll nail now a slot for a while, making it easier for you guys, and I'm sure it was a highly requested. And they probably should have put show, but they didn't. And Jason's reply was, the length wasn't a determinant, and it certainly wasn't a huge positive. We like the show, and it's one of our more requested we're trying it out if people don't watch it it won't run for 140 episodes obviously if they do like it and i hope they do it will and that's great for us so my only counterpoint to that would be is how long do you have to wait well i mean whether or not it's a success or a failure i mean figure 50 episodes in if it doesn't do well they're probably gonna axe it no probably less than that i mean I say probably okay about 30 
Let's I, I, let's I would look at it this three, way. Three, I would say thirty six points. That, let's look at it this way. Okay. Uh, we know that the bar is probably lower than some people think. <laughs> way lower than you all think, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Remember, the Agamega Kill Marathon was still exceeding their expectations. Well, that the was a holiday is, weekend. It doesn't matter. The bar is retardedly low. <laughs> like Paul uh, said. Yeah, so, uh, like, 600,000 <laughs> at 2.30 a.m. is totally acceptable. Probably better than what they'd hope. Yeah. Well, something like that. I think, really, the proportion of the actual demographic viewers is definitely a factor in there. But, okay, let's just go ahead and say it. If One Piece isn't doing bad enough to get kicked off, I do not think Hunter Hunter is in any danger of being removed. <laughs> That's my biggest problem with it. I agree, and I, I, I will say this. I do think that eventually Hunter Hunter will get moved back to 130. I, I do see that, so that way maybe a new like not I wouldn't say for say a newer show could be in the one o'clock slot, but I would say more like um, something like a premiere, like a dub premiere, would be there. You would see what happened to it, like what happened with One Piece and Naruto, and in regardless of how the ratings went, the premieres are always going to be pushed up first. The, the thing comes down to whether or not Hunter Hunter will be able to maintain and hold the people that are currently watching it from its original time slot. Because we all know what happened with One Piece, it starts off really good and then kind of dwindles away. Right. Not enough to where it gets kicked off the block, but it's in that state of perpetual just sitting oh. and squatting. On no, the I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say One Piece never did that good. <laughs> it just kind of did okay yeah, for the entirety it, of its run. You could say that. I mean, I would say... <laughs> it definitely it did... had... It, it had times when it was doing better than it usually does. But the fact of the matter is one piece has kind of always been eh, in ratings. And and it hurts me to say that, but it's kind of the truth. Uh, No, 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 no. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Stop right there, buddy. (laughs) No, no, no. Okay. Okay. I've been looking at this Naruto Shippuden and you may, you could probably say that it was undercut in, the year that it started airing, but it never really took off, even to the extent that I feel the OG episodes did the year prior. Well, it just kind of uh, uh, it, it just it, kind of stayed it, above water. Can I, can I, can it I, held on to the, 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 the people that wanted Naruto in the first place. When it was originally announced, people were like, yay, we finally get one of the popular shows we always wanted. And then it just kind of eventually went, oh yeah, that's right, we've we know what's going to happen and just kind of yeah, found like that floating point. I, I got to stop both of you right there because let me tell you, let me, let me, let me make this point. No, don't even, clear. don't even no, no, say, no, no, no. oh, but it, it kept over a million viewers it, so many well, weeks. Well, yeah, Every well, show can do that. that no, 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 no. Listen to me. Listen to me though. If, and you guys can't disagree with this. If, if we were to, I can disagree, but I want to. Well, whatever. Let me, let me, let me, let me say my point here. Ship it in is at 2 a.m. right now. If you were to move that to 1 a.m., it's not going to happen. But if you were to move that back up in the block, it would, it would do better. It would do a million viewers every week because it was uh, doing, well, it, yeah, it was doing that what pretty much every do week. a million viewers every week at one a.m. But still, I'm saying to you, like that show was still doing a million viewers at one a.m. One Piece was not doing that at one a.m. 
Okay. So no, it makes, no, it, it wasn't. And it made sense to move move uh, One Piece back. I didn't. I never thought that it should move back to where it was, but I thought that 2 a.m. would have been a better time slot for it. it it's fine where it is, but I didn't. What I feel is that the gap between One Piece and Naruto is not as substantial as people make it out to be. No. Particularly if you compare the 18 to 49 ratings, or even more thinly, like the 18 to 34 ratings, if we could. It's not nearly as big of a gap as, say, the 200,000 viewers that disappear after Naruto Shippuden when One Piece comes on on a weekly basis more often than not. Right. So it's it's really it's hard to gauge exactly how much better Shippuden does. Shippuden does better. I will not test. I will not say otherwise. No, it does better. In fact, I was comparing its ratings at 2 a.m. to Sword Art Online's debut run it did better it did better than sword art thank you so you know it's no slouch but at the same time it it didn't well it, it's no bleach oh no it's not, <laughs> no 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 it's like, no bleach definitely not it's no bleach but, and it's definitely no dbz but there again it, I, I dbz is eternal so that's I, I hate to, the exception i hate to say this though too but it never really got a chance to be a dbz or I, bleep. I don't think it ever that. would have been. Because in that year, first first it started the same night as Space Dandy, and you know, it didn't get much in the way of promotion. But it did fine. It did it did very yeah. fine. What really screwed over Naruto Shippuden was when Space Dandy reruns were wedged between it and Bleach. Yeah, and I'll agree with that. Bleach and Naruto made a good pairing. You put Space Dandy between them, and it's just not a compatible show. No, not at all. I, it did I would not work out particularly well I, for, for Space Dandy or Naruto Shippuden. I will definitely agree there, because that, that definitely hurt. It was another one of their odd decisions to put a rerun early in the block. Right. We and, all but, know what happened both times. But here And here's, again, another thing, too, is also Shippuden kind of got moved around a little bit, too. So I think that kind of hurt it, it as did. well. You know, so, no, I mean... Definitely. So, I mean, I think that, that you know, Shippuden, I think is kind of a good comparison for Hunter Hunter because he, I think that that will do over a million viewers a week. No problem. I honestly think that it will be a lot higher in the time slot, whether it stays at 1 a.m. or moves back to 1.30 eventually. I think it's going to retain those ratings no matter where you put it. Now, Well, there's a lot of things that are going for Hunter Hunter. Oh, yeah. First, it's a hype show. Yes. People have been wanting to see this for a while now. But more importantly... Naruto Shippuden and One Piece both have the disadvantage of having episodes thrown everywhere on the internet. Hunter Hunter's dub will be exclusive to Tsunami when it exactly. airs. Exactly, exactly. And that's gonna make a big difference whether or not Hunter Hunter, because it's not as popular as Naruto and One Piece. There's no question. It's no, no, not. No, no. <laughs> it's definitely not as popular as either of them, though it is better than both. Which, which, by the way, <laughs> this this kind of leads me into something that's that's been pissing me off today about hunter hex hunter is these people coming out and being like oh the dub the dub sucks wait 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 you didn't You've even... only heard less than like yeah a couple minutes i'm like what do you what do you mean that the dub sucks i'm like i i will say that <laughs> what what we heard of killua in the in the promo made me go oh that's gonna take some time to get used to right but <laughs> i, I, I I'm but every every other voice seemed fine to me but there again, it's coming out of Bang Zoom, so you know. It, and Bang Zoom has been doing some bang up work lately. Yes, they have. So 
I mean, I, it can't be bad. I mean, I mean, it can be bad, but I don't think... Well, it can be bad, but it's definitely not going to be as bad as the Blue Water Hunter Hunter dub from... Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was so bad for the uh, 90s show. Oh, it was so, so... Oh! <laughs> painful. It was painful to listen to. <laughs> I listened to it anyway. We actually own it. We actually got it at the library, man. All right, all right, all right. We need. Yeah, I had, I had those box sets. We need to. I, I want to hear what Cole has to say about this because this should be interesting. I mean, I'm surprised they got it. I can't say anything about the show as I've, I've only heard things about it, and I'll still watch it. My only problem is, and this is the first thing I asked when they made the announcement, how long was the show? Oh, 140 episodes. Uh, okay, so so you realize that we now officially have only one hour left for new content potentially. And mind you, this gets really weird with the way Jack, with with the acknowledgement that we have Jack and Fooly Cooley coming down the pipe. Well, well, wait a minute. I'm going to pause right there for a minute. Uh, Sketch, I think me and you are going to think at the, at the same level right now. What do we think? There's a little have... thing called expansion. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on, Cole. Continue. I can expand. There... Yes, we know you can expand. Real good, good for you. <laughs> so, so to play, to play devil's advocate. No, no, let me, let me finish. All right. To play devil's advocate. In the unlikely chance that Toonami cannot get any expansion whatsoever, that's a bit of a bummer if, you know, if they put Samurai Jack and FLCL at, at 12.30 and just call it good. I don't think that's very likely. But the other, believe it or not, possibility here is, look, regardless of anybody's rumors, there is no say of whether or not DBZ Kai's boost saga is available. When yes. DBZ Kai ends, if they don't have Dragon Ball Super, then boom, there goes your fourth long runner. Right, right, right. The, 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 there are potentials out there. My personal assumption with, with DBZ Kai is going to be we're, we're going to get boo. At least that's a personal thought. Regardless I of the rumors, think that that'll happen, but I mean, I, I, I mean, we, we don't know. Right, 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 right. This is all complete speculation at this point. My personal thought is we're more than likely going to get boo. Whether or not we get super, that's completely an unknown, and I wouldn't be surprised. But then again, what Toei's doing with it is beyond me. Yeah, I'm a little confused it's by that. Beyond all of us. Yeah, I don't right. know. Like, I, I mean, As, I mean, sorry to sorry to cut you off here again, Colt. But I, no, I mean, that's fine. And, and I'll just say this really quickly: why they're letting? Don't get me wrong. I love I love our friends at Toonami Asia. Why they're letting Toonami Asia pick their own people to do this, and not like being like, hey why don't you use Funimation to do this is kind of mind boggling. But there again, we don't know if in secret Funimation is doing it. So, you know, I hope that's what's going on, but if it isn't, this is going to be, if they don't, if Toonami Asia does not do this right, it's going to be very disastrous for them because a lot of people are used to hearing Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Z Kai over there with the Funimation dub. As far as I know, so, you know, mm -hmm. you know, if they don't get super, you know, if, if we don't get super, I don't think it's going to be too long until we do if they fuck that up. Because, True. you know, I can mm -hmm. guarantee you right now, if Toei does not like what they hear, they will rip that out of their hands and give it to somebody else. Wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the first time. So, and I've heard that Won't several times. Won't be the last. Won't be the last. So, <laughs> you know. Good senior cult. Sorry. I <laughs> that real quick. No, no, and that's fine. Moon. 
And again, yes, the, there, there are multiple possibilities, which does include the expansion. To me, I can give or take it. I can see it happening when Jack or Fully Clue come down. My issue is whether or not that could get to Family Guy ratings, and that's a debatable concept. I'm not really too worried about it. Ooh. I'm just happy that we're getting both. The problem that I see with it is, if, like Sketch said, if we don't get that expansion, it's ultimately going to come to the point where you're going to start seeing people demanding that one of those shows gets taken off. And this presumes that we don't lose DBZ because we get, you know, Boo and Super. It's going to come to the point where people are going to eventually going to get to the point where it's like, yeah, one of these has to go. And I just feel that Jason's not going to do that. And that's why my biggest beef about the whole Hunter x Hunter thing is, dude, this is a three year show at a week, once a week. Mm-hmm. I, it, I just don't feel that works for that type of a length. Right. I mean, well, that's the problem, because even like what happened with One Piece, regardless of what you think about it, it it's just, it. how long did it take us to go through the entirety of the Water 7, that whole arc? Thing? <laughs> that was like, what, uh, up until years? recently. Yeah. I say that was like <laughs> yes. two, three years. Yep. Think about that. And, and that was like, what, damn near 100 episodes or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Consider that for a moment. When right. you be when you begin to realize that all they have to do is go, here's a year-long show, and here's another year-long show. We'll have nothing for a year except the same thing. I Well, okay, I, I, I don't think they're going to go to that degree. I do. St- right, 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 right. But there is the possible chance. I, I mean, no. even if it was yeah. simply just like two six-month shows, you're going to eventually begin to see the, the, the problem where that lies. Because it's, well, how can, well, well, why can't we get this show that just came out or, or like this, that like, Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans. Well, why can't we get that? Uh, we don't. We don't have the room. Whoa, whoa, well, whoa, 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 no, Well, let me let me talk uh, about that real quick. I don't think room is ever going to be no a tremendous concern. If it's, it depends on the show, but right. I don't think they're ever going to come to a point where they absolutely have no way of fitting the shows. Like another option is when Parasite finishes its rerun, they could push One Piece to three a.m. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and, and there is that possibility. I'm just, my whole point is it. you eventually have to realize that even with or without the expansion, we're, we only have a limited amount of space here. Yeah, and but... It doesn't matter, man, well, because, no. like, at this, at this point, man, it's cost-effective. So that means right, if right, they're right, not, right, the right, thing right, is, right. If let, me, let me finish, if they're not spending money right now because they have a a standing show, a long-standing show that's going on, that means that they can accrue money within that budget to acquire something really great sometime down the road. you got to remember that we're not exactly in the industry, so they're looking at what's exactly cost-effective for them right now so that they can build up the budget. Exactly. Right, and and I won't disagree with you on that. But on the the flip side of that, while having a couple of shows that are cost-effective for their length, which, again, I... You know, three, I would say more two is better. Again, enough to pull them in, but not to completely destroy the block. Without the variance, it's over. It, it will eventually begin to just turn people off because, okay, it's once a week. We don't have a whole lot of time to get anime into the U.S. in a viable form on television. I mean, you know, the whole community aspect, you know, what Jason believes Toonami is about, basically. And you really can't promote the animes that really could use the promotion when you're basically tying down the block with the long-winded financial stuff. Right. So, so the balance has to be there. 
do you want to try and build up the money with the longer shows, but at the expense of losing everybody potentially? Because uh, well, well dude, but you got to get it, man. People have been looking to see something like Hunter Hunter on there for a while. Right. And on top of that, right. if it's something that keeps the um, fans engaged, then guess what? It's worth it because yeah. trust me, there are short anime that are not as great as a right, long running right, one. Right, right. And, and, some, and, and to be honest with you, some of them don't need to be on Toonami. Some of them don't need to come to the forefront because to the forefront right. because they actually suck. Yeah. Well, yes, there's there's plenty of animes that suck, and there are plenty of animes that kick ass. I'm not I'm not going to debate that problem. My thing is, it's there is a balance, and I just feel that with what they're doing right now, that balance is shifting toward a really bad potential. Hmm. To the hmm. idea that let's just oh, presume I... for the sake of point that say. Hunter Hunter does well in the beginning, but kind of just drifts off like One Piece, where it won't get kicked off, but yet it'll just hold that slot for its entire lifetime. Right. So what happens then? We're stuck with only I an mean, hour. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a breaking point. Right. Yes. right, right, right. I, they, they can't have multiple shows coasting. They can't do it. It's not well, cost-effective. Right. With and the way they've been doing it, it seems like they're willing to do it, and well, that's my biggest worry. But, I mean, that depends on... The perception of whether or not Shippuden and One Piece are doing what they should, and right, according to them, they are. So, but but okay, but this gets all back to the whole point of of it moving to the one thirty time slot because here's the thing, okay? <laughs> then you'll have three long runners in a row. Well, yeah, I mean you'll have three long ah! runners in a row, but there again, um, what I'm trying to get to is then you still have twelve, twelve thirty and one that have brand new shows. And now you're running four brand new shows till 2 a.m. Okay. I'm not saying ship it in technically ship it in. Honestly is new in the sense that it's on broadcast TV now because Disney never showed these episodes. Okay. New is a sub- new and premiere are very subjective right. terms when it comes to tsunami. Right. Like so, Hunter Hunter would be new like Dragon Ball Z Kai. Not really one piece no, no. of Naruto. And eh, that's a debatable concept. But what I'm what I'm trying to say to you is is that, and you know I kind of like where Sketch was going with this too. If they're thinking in the regards of okay, Dragon Ball Z Kai is pretty much done after the Cell Saga. Right. If they're right, thinking yeah. like that, then now Hunter Hunter could take its spot as the front well, of the yeah. There, there's the that. There is that. Yeah. That could happen. Or you know they can start doing something else. They can put brand new shows at the front of the block. I mean. I, I don't know if they would do that. I, I think I think Hunter Hunter may might be that kind I, of thing. I would be more likely to see Hunter Hunter, but, presuming that we don't get Boo Saga. I'd see Hunter Hunter going up front almost guaranteed you know because I, that it, depends on how well it does. But you know, well, well there's that X factor too, which I presume the earlier it is, the more likely it's going to stay there. And if they don't f around with it as much, because again, since, since we have multiple new shows coming up, because. Uh, we have Dimension W ending sometime soon, oh. and then whatever potentially replaces uh, Shampoo, there is that chance where it's, well, if it goes back too early, the people may just not want to stay up to watch it. Right. So mm-hmm. there's that There's that idea. Of it, it. Basically, the ultimate question comes down to this. Are we going to get Boo, Saga for Kai, and depending on whether or not Adult Swim is willing to give Toonami an expansion at some point, those are really the two big things with 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 the Hunter Hunter edition. I mean, I I think I, I honestly think that kind of signals this. Um, I'm not saying that it that it is, and I'm not saying that's end all be all. I would agree with that. Yeah, because I, if they want an expansion, 
they kind of need, I mean, as much as you don't want to admit it, they kind of need another war horse. <laughs> well, to, well, yes, right. In and, order and, and, to and, expand. Right. Which I'm, which I'm fine with that. If it, it, if it came down to the idea where it was, okay, we get the expansion and then like one of the other three goes away, say like Dragon Ball Kai. Because then we're going to get potentially like some longer shows and then a couple of extra newer ones that have been in demand. Yeah, but see what you're not understanding, Colt, is, is that we're getting – and well, this is with the exception of Dragon Ball Z Kai, obviously. Um, at some point, we may have between midnight and 2 a.m. four new shows running at the same time. Okay, and that's, I think, the goal that they're trying to get to. I think that's what they're trying to do right now. Because as Jason has said in multiple interviews at and multiple times in the years that he's done Toonami before and now, he said that he would love to have the whole block to be premieres. And in, granted, in the Cartoon Network days, they got away with it a lot more. Now they can't really do that. So I, I, I can see them being like, okay – I want to try – we're not obviously with Chip It In and One Piece and whatever they're going to do with the 3 o'clock time slot. I, no, you know, it, it, it could be. It, it, it could – something could move back, you know, or they could mm, put maybe. something – or there again, there again, they could put something – they could put the older show that they get back there too if it's something dark, okay? We haven't said that either. But what I'm trying to get to is, is I think what Toonami's trying to get to, and I see this coming – is that they're trying to get to where there's four new shows running from 12 to 2. For, well, it would be the 12, the midnight time slot, 12.30 time slot, 1 a.m. time slot, and 1.30 time slot. I see them trying to do that. Okay, And I think Hunter x Hunter will allow them to be able to do that. You know, Within these three years... Feasibly. Yeah, and within these three years, DBZ Kai, if it does not have the Boo Saga, will leave. And... Yes, that one should then, go to the head of the block. Well, yeah, then I would have some issues. It makes sense. That one should go it, to the head it, of the block. It, and, it, 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 it's all just one giant case of hypothetical. Right, right. And, and, I, I just mm-hmm. I err more toward the side of just be wary if it does go oh, south. I think, I think they are very wary because look at look at what Jason – I mean I just read you what Jason said. Yes, yes, I'm, yes. And, and, and I'm, I'm not – I, I have a lot of – I have my opinions about it. I'm just afraid that this is – going to be one of those cases where i just i personally don't see jack or fully coolie maybe fully coolie not so much jack getting us the expansion unless uh, there's like some really what big are you talking about sh- jack would oh, get yeah, the yeah, yeah. jack would I, get the expansion I, before fully coolie I, I don't see jack doing as well as family guy does though yeah but you don't, see, don't. understand well, like family guy leading into samurai jack brilliant Big, big ratings. Big, big ratings. best ratings they can possibly get. And, and, Better than I, if it was behind and, and, DBZ. And you're forgetting one thing here. You're forgetting one thing. And yes, Adult Swim does... Well, they want adults, obviously. But you're going to get people that are under 18 watching Samurai Jack at that time slot. Mm-hmm. So you want it to be as soon but as you, possible. But you have to remember, those people don't matter to them. They uh, only care in, about in the, the total, In the total True, ratings? But the majority of people who are going to tune in are going to be the right age. Right, and in yeah. the total rating, no, There is no question in my mind <laughs> that if they put Samurai Jack right behind Family Guy or behind Rick and Morty in that hypothetical scenario, exactly. it would do great. It would do awesome. Better than it can do behind DBZ Kai. It, it may... And that, it's an original, <coughs> so they don't want it behind... I mean, 
they could put it behind DBZ Kai, but it's not going to do as well. No show will ever do better after DBZ Kai than it will do after Family Guy. Right? Right? Right. I and, just... and, and plus, this is a tsunami. This is, well, it's, it's an Adult Swim original. It's an Adult Swim original on Tsunami. Exactly. You could argue FLCL is an <laughs> tsunami original. Exactly. So, I mean, I... I... Do you see what we're talking about, Cole? I, you yes, know what? Yes, I, yes, and, yes. And yes. I, I, I see what you're talking about. My problem I'm is sure it's, it's the headliner, regardless of anything. Well, else. yes, I'm yes. Sure I wouldn't be surprised that my problem with it is that you're banking too much on the nostalgia factor at that point. Yes, it's an amazing show. I love it. I have the DVD. Uh, what do you think Toonami does in general, man? <laughs> nostalgia, but the problem is it's that I could easily see. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't understand why you think Samurai Jack can't do it. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I don't. Just, I just don't see it pulling Family Guy's down numbers. Well, I, I don't we'll see. But... It's not going to pull Family Guy numbers. So then nothing is going to do there. that except Rick and Morty. Here's this why is... would they put it there? Because DBZ kind doesn't pull Family Guy numbers. Well, and, and, and <laughs> at least not most weeks. And, and yeah, but I, I doubt they would give it 11:30. Is what I'm going right. after. If they move Family Guy earlier on Saturday, that hour block of Family Guy earlier on Saturday, it lifts their prime time, which is a good thing. Yeah. They only keep Family Guy right before Toonami now at the 11 hour because there's really no reason not to. But if they had a good reason to do it, to move it earlier, like they thought they had with Space Dandy and like they had with Attack on Titan, they will do it. And and here's here's another thing, too. you got to remember, going back to the Cartoon Network days, Toonami led into Futurama and Family Guy. And that did a shitload of numbers for them. Um, so now it's the flip. Okay. So yeah, we want family guy in the beginning, but you know, to your point, Colt, I, I would agree with you completely. I'm being honest with you. I would agree with you completely. If it wasn't for the fact that this has been one of the top five most requested shows over these last four years, it hasn't always been there, mind you, but several times it has been there. People have been requesting this like crazy. Right, right. Okay, and that's why I think that this is the exception because it has been such request, so requested. I mean, that's what Toonami is doing these days. That's what this Adult Swim version of Toonami is doing. It's going out and getting the shows you want. You asked for Attack on Titan? Guess what they did? They got Attack on Titan. The only reason it did You as collectively... <laughs> Not yes. any particular yes, individual. And I could also right, argue right, right, right. you asked for one piece and you got one piece. Well, can I get the blue girl in? <laughs> no. Yeah. Probably not. If but, you I can mean, rally I, I, about I, I, a thousand people, <laughs> they might. Morrell's <laughs> no, campaign for the blue girl on Toonami. But I thought about like four in the morning. We're not going to really promote ending. that one. But and and there, here's one other piece that I that I want to bring into this discussion, even though it kind of should be a little bit. Uh, its own new se segment on itself. Jason said on his ask, and I'm not going to read it because I'm not going to go through this list again. Um, he said that when they were talking, that one bump that he put up on uh, Twitter that was made by, I can't think of the guy's name, but it was over from Japan. Uh, I believe he was involved with Fully Cooley too. Um, they actually no. said... Ghost oh, in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, was it? Okay. The point that I'm trying to make is, is he said that when they went over to Japan, they visited multiple studios cult yes yes and, and 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 i get where the point is so that whatever studios they went to there's a chance that they will probably have something down the road right and, and until i until i saw that cult i went okay gundam may not be coming now i'm kind of a little bit more hopeful that gundam may be coming because maybe right, they actually and, talked to bandai maybe they again, did I mean, 
there's an infinite number of possibilities. I mean, there's just as many as there as Sketch can do the potential spreadsheets for what could come. And you had, what was it, One Punch Man and, and Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, right? Oh, yeah. The, those are hopeful still. And, and it, I, 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 I guess I could just say it the way. I have my thoughts about it. I just... No, I... They're you know better what, in expansion. Colt, That's I'm, all I can say. Colt, I will say this to you. You have a valid point. And I think that I think that you it's do. you do have a valid point. It, it is a concern that people will get bored with a lineup that is four of the same shows for at least three more years. Yes, exactly. that's a fair concern. My only hope but is I, I don't think it's that it's, big of a concern. It, it, it's not that big of a concern, but I have to bring it up. My only hope I, is we we don't get Busog. OK, I, I understand DBZ is a really nice show, but. For the love of God, let it burn out. Uh, I'll take <laughs> well, Hunter Hunter over that. Well, but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing with that call. <laughs> if it's I, available, they should probably get it. Right. Oh, yes. But, yes, and, yes. And Those would be dub premieres, sort of. Right. And, and here's, the, here's the thing, too, on top of that. What if that leads into them actually getting super? You know? Again. Well, that's what I'm expecting. This is my thought. I'm assuming there. that actually happens. Right. It's we go up to Boo. They announce Boo. Then after, right toward Boo ends, they announce, we have Battle of the Gods and Resurrection F, and we're going to air them sometime down the road. The full movie is not the actual super arcs. Then, when those are done, oh, we have super, we're not going to air the movie arcs, we're going to jump right into the meat of things. Well, we'll That's the way I could see that going out. But no, they're not going to do that. No, they will get the movies. But I hope they if, they, if they play the movies, they'll play the movies, but they won't skip episodes. Right. But they're just redoing the movies then, but whatever they're slightly different but um honestly you know that's that's a, it's a conversation for far far, far, yeah, far off be I've, I've had more than my fair share of that conversation on twitter trust me yeah. right when i made the point behind it just like and let the fun begin <laughs> lord i had a lot of fun well, with that before and, we, i think and, there's probably going to be some continuity issues if they don't show the movie adaptations because there's they are slightly different but I don't know how much because I haven't been watching Super because I'm not a filthy, dirty pirate. Exactly. I <laughs> um, don't really have much interest in watching it, to be honest. But um, before we, I never uh, had interest in watching it. Before we get to no, the- we we we've really sidetracked here. Yeah. So yeah. we we've said our piece on whether or not it is a good thing or a bad thing that they have a fourth long-running series at the moment, and. It, at this point in time, it's kind of it could go either way. We're cautiously optimistic that this will lead to bigger and better things, potentially expansion, or we know. We at worst case scenario, they'll finally decide to kick out one of the other long runners, and though it will probably be One Piece, um, I have said I have gone on record. That if any shonen, long-running shonen series can replace One Piece on Toonami, it, it can be Hunter Hunter or JoJo. And if it's Hunter Hunter, I, I can be at peace with that. But for now, I get to enjoy Hunter Hunter and One Piece every week. And I like that. I like that a lot. So now that we've uh, talked about all of that, let's actually talk about the a bit about the show, <laughs> Hunter Hunter. And why I'm very excited that it's coming to Toonami. Uh, this is a long-running Shonen series. Ran in Shonen Jump along with the likes of One Piece, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, Roroni Kenshi, and Yu Yu Hakusho. From the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho, in fact. 
and it is fantastic. Most importantly, I want to say that unlike Naruto Shippuden, One Piece, and Bleach, which really get bogged down with filler and pacing issues, the pacing of this show is great. Oh, it's such a relief. <laughs> there is no filler. There are, I think, two recap episodes at some point. But it's all very well paced, at least up to probably the 100s. Then it kind of slows down, but it's still not bad. It's definitely not One Piece bad. <laughs> <laughs> the lead character is Gone Freaks. He is a young buck hero. He wants to become a hunter because his father, who is an amazing hunter, left him to pursue his dream. And now the boy is grown up for some time without his father and wants to become a hunter to go find his father. So the first story arc is the hunter exam. Gon joins the hunter exam and goes on a bit of a journey and meets some interesting characters and forms some friendships. And all of them go through the hunter exam together. And this is a seriously hard exam. I mean, it's it, there. It is wrought with peril throughout. So there's lots of excitement there, and there are some very interesting antagonists that pop up fairly early on, uh, such as Hisoka, which is a very entertaining character, I must say. Kind of Joker-esque, because he's a, a bit of a clown-looking guy, but he is <laughs> super creepy. <laughs> and you have Gon, who... Uh, I think a Toonami Talkback uh, best described Gon as pretty much Kid Goku. He's he's a lot like Kid Goku, which isn't a bad thing, because didn't we all love Kid Goku and his, you know, he was kind of stupid, but he was also smart about various things and just adorable right. and, and fun to hang out with. So Gon, Gon is just a delight. He's, yeah, he's... Constantly got a chipper demeanor, and he thinks well of everybody, regardless of how crappy they treat him, because he's just that kind of guy. And he meets a couple of other characters. I guess I don't want to go too much into detail there, but uh, yeah, he, he meets a, a small group of friends, uh, each with varying personalities, and forms some great <laughs> friendships. And you might be thinking, this show sounds really, you know, nice, pleasant, child-friendly. And initially it is. And then it gets ridiculously, brutally violent. So I look forward anime. to that. My kind of like, are, are, are we talking Helsing violent? Are we talking more like Dragon Ball Z violent? Uh, more than or Dragon Ball Z, less So like Helsing. a little, little bit in the middle? Like One Piece during its fights? more violent than one piece i would probably probably i mean it's not as much blood spray as bleach but i would say it's more brutal than bleach so right eh, not that like, it's brutal as bleach i don't know and <laughs> <Shut up, bro. laughs> there's uh, there's there's occasionally disturbing imagery in that show well i think i think that well, okay hold on hold on hold on define disturbing imagery are we talking like sao levels of disturbing imagery or are we talking like what here <laughs> we're talking mutilation oh awesome let's, okay. start, let's play this dismemberment show <laughs> somebody's like, face gets bitten off Ooh. okay so we're, so we're edging more toward helsing then okay cool so, yeah, yeah, it's, like, I don't want to say it's Helsing level because it's not. 
because what is? <laughs> but it's but you're talking it's... violent rel- relative to it. Right. It's really violent. <laughs> but violence is good. But it doesn't quite get there for for a while because I feel like what actually happened here is when they were adapting it, they kind of wanted to make it as all age appropriate as they could early on, but that just went out the window. <laughs> it should have. Because, mind you, I it ran in the same comics as One Piece and Naruto. So, yeah, it's intended for that audience, but it, it gets pretty freaking violent and dark and disturbing. It's kind of a typical Shonen Adventure series, but it's like the best Shonen Adventure series. The characters are great. The stories are interesting. The villains are complex. It's just everything that's, that you can do well in Shonen, Hunter Hunter does well. Finally, a Shonen that a lot of people should like. Yes. Okay, so as long as I get to see some boobs, I'm going to be okay, okay? Oh, God. Eh, there's actually not that many females in general in Hunter Hunter. I know. <laughs> kind of a big sausage fest. Though you did see <laughs> in the promo, you did see one of the, one of the examiners is female. And there's a there's a few. Every now and then they introduce another female character, but it's it's mostly a big sausage fest. Right. Must be a poor <laughs> seal, man. Yeah. So we got some talkbacks. Yes, we do have a couple of talkbacks. One I feel does a very good job of describing Hunter Hunter. From at Master of the Arts, if you want a brief description of Hunter Hunter, imagine Kid Goku going along on an adventure with Damian Wayne. <laughs> and by the way, for those it's of not you... not one of the Wayne's brothers, by the way. No, no, no. For those, for those of you that don't know who Damian Wayne is, that is the son of Bruce Wayne. Of Batman. Yes, and if you have not seen Son of Batman, all those movies that have come out right now, you need to go see that because then you'll understand the brutality that is Damian Wayne. <laughs> yeah. So. so the white-haired kid that you saw, Killua, in the... In the promo that you saw, that's Damian Wayne. Uh, that's that's essentially Damian Wayne. Yes, he's uh, the son of an assassin group, and he's very good at killing people. Yeah, you gotta kill people though. Mm-hmm. And there's somebody else who's out for a revenge plot, and another guy who's just like, "Hey, I want to become a hunter because it will make me lots of money." <laughs> Makes sense. Ah, uh, good old Leorio. Love that guy. He also has, like, a better aspiration than just making money, but I don't want to spoil that, because it's, it's nice. And he's a pervert. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess. So, uh, another talkback. Derek Sikonek seems very excited that Hunter x Hunter is coming to Toonami. I feel like it's mostly because it's Bang Zoom dub, which he... He was... This is one of the guys who was like, oh, man, it's going to be an old Funimation block now. <laughs> well, you can shut your hole now. Because <laughs> now there is going to be at least two Los Angeles dubs for the foreseeable future. This and Naruto Shippuden. So Derek Sikonik writes in, hell and yeah, Toonami went big this time. Effing excited for Hunter Hunter and a rerun of Parasite, as it should. If yeah. F yeah. F yeah. Yeah, Derek. Way to drop the F bomb, man. <laughs> so I do want to talk a bit about the voice cast of this because it's it's very exciting that Gone is going to be voiced by none other than Erica Mendez. Woo! 
or Ryuko if you're not paying attention. Go with the anime names. They don't pay attention to that sort of thing. It's true. They don't. And uh, following along the trend of people who were in Kill a Kill, uh, Killua is voiced by Christina V, who was the assistant of Ragio Mm -hmm. in that show. Uh, she She was also the pig in Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, Erica Harlicker is going to be Karapika, who's a guy. This is, uh, I believe, the first time I've ever heard her doing a, a male voice, and you hear a little bit of in the promo, and I think it's, it sounds really good. Well, and know, she was Mama Mankanshuk yeah. and Elizabeth in Seven Deadly Sins. And uh, Leorio is Matt Mercer, who was Mikisugi in... Nobody knows who Miki Sugi is. It's the it's Shiny the Nipples teacher. Shiny Nipples okay. teacher in Kill a Kill. That's that's Matt Mercer. He was also Levi on Attack on Titan. Shiny Nipples. He was also Tigra on Thundercats. And I gave that one just for Paul. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Paul is a hoe. Yes, he is. And Hisoka, the creepy clown guy, is voiced by Keith Silverstein, who is the current voice of Shar Osnabel in Gundam OVAs. But if, uh, as far as Toonami roles go, I feel like he's popped up in a few things, but you might remember him best as Stark, one of the Arunkar, the one with the guns, the two guns. Oh, Coyote Stark, yeah. Yeah, that guy. One, I believe he was. Yeah, he he was, uh, he was, I don't remember. Darrell, do you remember? Yeah, um, I'm drinking it right now, so... It's too many to on it. Put down yeah. too many we apologize. Darrell is currently partaking of alcohol. Take a number and come back in ten minutes. <laughs> make, that, make that an hour, because I'm going to need some time with this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Keith Silverstein also places, plays the bad guy in uh, uh, Miraculous Stories of Ladybug and Cat Noir. <laughs> He's also a Ninja Turtles, actually, is April's father. But uh, he plays a father a lot, actually, in Sailor Moon, in Ninja Turtles, in Tiger and Bunny. He plays a father a lot. I don't know if he's a father in real life, but he's a cool guy. He's also all up on the uh, Glitter Force <laughs> tub. He plays, like, three of the bad guys on that. <laughs> they uh, really use voices a lot, reuse voices a lot in that tub. Anyway, solid cast so far. Uh, I look forward to finding out who some of the other characters will be voiced by. I'm moderately concerned that this looks to be a non-union dub, and that means the likes of Stephen Bloom and Crispin Freeman will be nowhere within it. And that's a bummer, because there are definitely some good roles for those guys, but eh, you'll still have the likes of Patrick Seitz and probably Johnny Young Bosch in there. We'll see. So far, it, it seems like it's fairly well cast. I, like I said, I kind of have to get used to Christina V's Killua. I don't think I've ever heard her voice of a human boy before. She was the pig in uh, Seven Deadly Sins, which I thought she was really great as the pig in Seven Deadly Sins. You just love the pig, don't you? <laughs> I do love the pig. I love Why Hawk. Why you marry the pig? Hawk is... That'll do, pig. That'll no. do. Most time when people say pig, man, I'm thinking about ribs. 
Yeah. Bacon. Well, at any rate, uh, I, I guess we have a reason to uh, get on Erica Harlicker and uh, definitely bring back Erica Mendez. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for all the folks cast in this show because for a lot of them, this is a meaty role that's going to last them several years and they haven't really had one of those yet. So good for them. Good, good for them. And I think that will do it for this conversation. Yes, it will. Yes, now I can partake in more booze. <laughs> As if you ever needed anything to stop you. Good oh, point. Good point. This is why I love you, babe. Now let me touch your sweet, supply thighs now. <laughs> what you say about my eyes? <laughs> you know dang on well I said thighs. <laughs> Just don't shank me there, because that's my weak point. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, it's time for the house cleaning. So yeah, Scullery made. Yeah, whatever. You can email us, podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Uh, again, that is all and everything that is podcast related. Email us there. You know what to do. That includes talkback as well. So again, that's podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Rate review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, which a lot more of you have, and Hi, new listeners. You're doing. You're giving us a lot more plays and uh, uh, follows in that. So, hello, welcome, and hello. Uh, you can uh, follow us on SoundCloud as well. SoundCloud.com/slash/TsunamiFaithfulPodcast. Please follow us there. Um, we are getting a lot more followers. We're getting close to 400 actually, which is good. Uh, so please do follow us there. Uh, again, you can comment on the podcast while listening there, which we would love to see you guys do more of. Uh, you can. Like the podcast there. You can also download the podcast there, which I've been actually seeing a lot more people downloading there too. So that's a good thing. So again, that is soundcloud.com slash podcast. And remember, there is a SoundCloud app, so you can listen to us on that app as well. Uh, like our Facebook, it's facebook.com slash podcast. Follow us on Twitter at podcast, And you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And as always, if you've missed an episode of the podcast, you can visit podcast.tunamifaithful.com to listen to all of those and most of the exclusives. Um, a lot of them are also on tunamifaithful.com. So, uh, also, I want to real quick. There is a new Facebook page. It's for uh, the Tunami Show Rundown. It's facebook.com/tunamishowrundown. Make sure you go like that page too, because Ooh. I wanted to give them a little bit more separation. And hopefully, that'll get them some more uh, plays on YouTube, I'm hoping. So uh, make sure you guys go uh, listen to them too because they're really great guys. We've had them on here a couple times, so and we'll hopefully have them on again. Yeah, uh, beat them up. <laughs> and last but not least is our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. This is a way for you to contribute to the podcast, the website, and whatnot. Um, we have a couple people that are lined up, and I'd like to actually, if it's okay with you, Sketch, I'd like to do somebody – have somebody not do somebody. Have somebody on next week. Uh, you want to do somebody? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. To uh, if we can make that happen, uh, let's let's go for it. Yeah, we need to get some. I think there's two more people online. I'll have to look at the email. But um, yeah. So if you guys want to help us, it's Patreon.com/slash/TunamiFaithfulPodcast. There's also there's a lot of rewards there. Uh, one of the ones that's most notable that we changed. It's seven dollars to. Uh, pick the topic and also come on the podcast and uh, you know, talk with us. So if you want to be able to do that, 
it's only seven dollars so do it now and you definitely will get that reward and like i said we'll be contacting the the rest of you that have contributed and want to come on and hopefully we'll get you on here at least one this month and hopefully one more in may i think is what we're going to try to do we may try to get both of you in in april but we'll see what happens because we got the 200th coming up so why do you have to lie in april I'm not lying in April. Uh, <laughs> but anyways. You're lying, time in April. You're lying April, Jen. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Been so enjoying let's... that show, Jen? I love it. Oh, my God. So too bad so Paul good. didn't catch the reference. Tears yeah, everywhere. <laughs> anyway. Of course Paul didn't get the reference. He doesn't know what other anime exists. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only, I only know of the good ones. But anyways, moving on. Uh, Colt, where can they find you, sir? Well, they can find me on Twitter. Um, at Ambient Virus. I hope to have some other stuff soon. I just need to figure out a way to get the money to get a capture card and a webcam so I can start streaming stuff. But that's not for the foreseeable future. You better get on the corner strip. <laughs> I'm just hoping I can get a job sometime soon to my actual degree, but that's a whole other story. And, uh, Jen, where can they find you besides the strip club? <laughs> you She's a patriot! <laughs> She's a patron of the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have patrons of the strip club. You're right. Continue. You can find me on Twitter at Tarzana, AskFM at Tarzana, and I also have an Instagram, and that's at Tarzana as well. And if you're lucky enough to follow me on Instagram, you might get pictures of the crane. You never know. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> mm. Speaking of the crane, Darrell, where can they find you? Between G and a sketch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse Oreo Bay. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Reverse oh. Oreo. <laughs> Tasty. Oh, you can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai 7 at Twitter.com. You can also follow me at Nasia Rojo Adanasi at Twitter.com. And if you want to ask me stuff, you can do that um, as.fm backslash Ukami 75. And if you want to send me any evil emails, you can do that at Maddox at TwoAmiFaithful.com. All right, and Sketch, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter, at Sketch1984, on Tumblr, Sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash Sketch1984. If you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to either of the emails, Sketch at ToonamiFaithful.com or Podcast at ToonamiFaithful.com. And, uh... Apologies if we don't respond to you sooner. We get a lot of spam. It's getting really annoying. There's spam. <laughs> at, there's on the contact us one. There's a lot of spam too. So yeah, I know it's it's a ton of spam on both of those emails. Yeah, it's very yeah. I'm gonna have to look into seeing if we can get a filter for that. Yeah, we we probably should be able to. You should. Uh, and the funny get... part is, the funny part is, is there's nothing that would email us that would give us that spam. So I have no idea why it's coming there. But anyways, it finds yeah. a way. Yeah, it finds a way, right? But anyways, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. You can find me on Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. And you can ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash Paul Pascrillo as well. So, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me on the interwebs. And, uh, well, that's it for this week's uh, Toonami Faithful Podcast, guys. Thank you guys for listening. And I want to say thank you to all the new followers. I've noticed... A very huge uptick in plays and downloads and whatnot. I showed Sketch the uh, all the stats and well, we're very yes. pleased. we're very yes. pleased. Ooh. So 
good. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Thank you to the new listeners. Um, don't be don't be scared by Darrell. He might be black and he might be dangerous, but he's okay. Um, but anyways, he should be more scared of you. No, there, there, no, there's been a lot of comments about Darrell. They're like, that Darrell guy's hilarious. I'm like, yeah, but be careful of his weapons. Anyways. <laughs> the main one is in my pants. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, thank you guys for listening. But that's it for this week. Peace, we're out. Deuces. Deuces. Bye-bye.